you know, we're, what we're covering now is essentially if people haven't heard or if you haven't um, heard about the controversy or the investigation that was done, essentially the NFL, I believe, hired a private investigation into the uh, culture and inner workings of the Washington football team. And due to their findings, the Washington football team was fined $10 million as a result. Uh, that $10 million goes straight to charity. So it's not like the NFL is taking that back in. Uh, and then the reason why they are getting in trouble, though, is because the uh, investigation found after interviewing multiple, and I mean multiple, I think it was over like 100 something, you know, people were interviewed and uh, there was investigations just into the conduct and the handlings of management um, to their coworkers and um, people working under them basically resulted in there being a lot of just uh, ridiculous expectations set by managers that uh, workers or employees had to like desperately work to the nail to meet. And then would also, you know, obviously inner workplace berating of women in particular uh, that were pretty harsh, as well as some, you know, uh, not wanted advances, of course, were noted um, comments ranging from uh, things basically said um, about, you know, what the, the way they looked or something like that or the way, you know, just things like that. Just comments that are made. Moves. Yeah. Yeah, just distasteful comments and things and pressures and outing, you know, uh, employees for being women or whatever it may be. Basically just bad conduct, bad place to work for all in all. And they basically found that that's been happening for quite a while. And management, it starts basically from the top down in that management and execs in the company were acting that way. So then lower management acted that way and it trickled down and affected all the employees and countless uh, others that probably didn't even come forward or get interviewed uh, that may have experienced comments or, you know, a workplace that wasn't as inviting as it could have been or should have been. Uh, and uh, they got punished for it. And I think they're looking into some other teams as well. If I remember correctly, I can't remember exactly who are the teams, but essentially that's what's been going on. And that's the headline uh, attention grabbing part is that they were fined the $10 million due to this investigation, um, which is just yet another reason why Snyder needs to freaking sell the Washington football team for the love of God, as soon as possible, because he is just, I've never seen a sports team just like get run into the ground by their owner as much as possible. And this is what's happening. And it's so crazy because it like, we were literally like, man, he really needs to sell the team. And then Snyder was like, Oh, I need to sell the team. Well, let me buy the rest of the team. So that way I can be the only one that makes the decisions. And then he like makes his wife, like the executive, like, I didn't, I, I don't know. It's this was, poorly this was done days before this news came out too. And the oh. worst, oh God, the worst part about it that you could just hate the most is the NFL literally took it and ran with it and they were just like, oh yeah, promoting diversity in the workplace. Look, now his wife is a CEO. This is great. And then they find out like yep. three or four days later, like, oh yeah, okay. So that was completely, yeah, that, 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 that was set up. That was probably part of the deal. Ridiculous. And just yep. completely unabashedly, uh, unabashedly just run, just running with something like that. Falsehoods. Yeah, it's just a very poorly managed team and a very poorly run organization. And then this is what you get. I mean, that's you get dysfunction. You get 
just you know people hating to play for your team you get a team that doesn't even have a freaking name or logo because <laughs> how have you not had a plan in place or decided upon this they're busy. Like it's just so it's just so st- i've seen literal people on twitter making better like plans than anything that snyder has apparently gotten forth because they haven't done anything they're still the washington football team it just makes it so stupid just figure it out like i i don't understand it like oh if if the washington football team really wanted to make amends they should have just called themselves the freaking red tails and ran with that whole thing that we saw all over social media we actually covered it a bit Mm because i talked about how cool it was uh run with that you know and then you have things like uh you know the in the um uh entrance way and you have like a hallway and the hallway has like you know that the red tails like stories from the red tails and like the different you know pictures of the people that were in it and everything like it literally just the story writes itself and then you literally go from that to the fact that you know they also are you know are uh a team that had um you know just like would have a team that has represented something um of black history or black culture that was relevant and cool and doesn't get enough credit and talked about and you could advertise that the amount of jersey sales that they would have i mean the store like at the very minimum snyder should just do this on his own for his own good because he'll know how much money he'll make off of doing making that move uh and it would be better for everyone involved and then it's just they're dysfunctional so they're just not going to do it and they're going to come out they're going to be called like the washington thrashers or something stupid (laughs) and we're all just going to be like what does that even mean snyder and it's going to be like oh it's probably representative of your apparently it's representative uh that name of your management in your organization so that's just (laughs) fantastically you know ran organization that it is yeah they just don't take the ease i mean it's funny because yeah, they could do all the things you described and like do a lot of good and a lot of interesting things. And I would say that's the easy way, but I guess the easiest way is to literally just be called the football team and describe zero effort at all and yeah. trying to do anything like that. So I don't know. It's Which is just, what they're it's, doing. Yeah, it's beyond it's beyond easy way. It's just lazy. I don't know. Literally just like I have a team and there's nothing you can do about it. Just that attitude, but it personified. So and I'm hoping I'm hoping down deep down that this is one of those situations like the Clippers situation where the guy basically got pushed out and then they got a better owner that actually liked the team and actually enjoys the team and wants to put money into the team. And, you know, suddenly the team's actually a lot better because the effort and energy was put into it. So I wish that was the case. And I really hope that maybe that's where it's trending, but I doubt it because they're just such a very dysfunctional organization that hasn't made any great decisions. I'm sorry, but going into the season with your two quarterbacks being Ryan Fitzpatrick and Taylor Heineke doesn't inspire any confidence in me that this team is going to be anything worth watching next season. Yeah. <laughs> like they'll be a, having Fitzpatrick as your quarterback means that you'll be entertaining for a few games and that's it. And it's not like I understand that Fitzpatrick is a good quarterback at times and can literally make magic, hence his nickname Fitzmagic. But he's also just not a long term solution for any team ever. And that's why he's bounced around. So the fact that they're making him basically, you know, like what gonna lead their team to a better season next year makes no sense to me. It's not gonna happen. Putting their eggs in that basket. I don't know. It's what it's what people were talking about. I mean, it's what we were talking about. Um, 
like for the Bears this past year. I mean, we were just like, okay, might as well go the Fitzpatrick route. Might as well. It'd be entertaining at least. Yeah, but the difference is, is that the, like the Bears were aggressive and traded up for a quarterback. There were two quarterbacks that fell. They also could have been aggressive and done the exact same thing. They just did it. So yeah. it just makes no sense why they were totally okay with moving forward with Taylor Key, who did well in one playoff game. You know, like you know when a guy does well in a playoff game or when a guy does well for one or two games. Uh, yeah, it's entertaining and it's great. And it's a guy getting an opportunity and he succeeded in that opportunity and he sees the moment and that's fantastic. But a lot of times the reason why that happens is because the team has zero film or zero plan for the new quarterback that steps in that has some talent. And then the moment that teams like the Patriots uh, start to build a game plan that then the rest of the NFL you know follows through on, you see the quarterback then become non-effective and they end up becoming a backup for the rest of their career, however long it is. That's what's going to happen, in my opinion, with Taylor Heineke. And it's what's happened every single season with Fitzpatrick. And that's why having both of those two guys as your, you know, quarterbacks for the future makes no sense to me, especially uh, in a year where there was five quarterbacks that people were confident in and two of them fell. So it just doesn't make a sense to me. Yeah. Wow. I mean, their defense will be fun to watch, but I mean, their offense, they got scary Terry too. That'll be, I don't know. It'd be, yeah, again, it's a, it'd be entertaining, but it has no, it's all short-sighted. There's nothing that's really planning for the future. And they're literally just like, here, you're being given this ridiculous defense that just like carried them into the playoffs yeah. last year. And they're just going like, eh, eh, whatever. Like that's they, fine. They have just such a very young, super talented defense with guys like Chase Young who haven't even hit their peak, it's just, you know, and Montez Sweat and DeAndre Payne or whatever his name, Payne. They have him and Jonathan Allen. Just so many guys. Fuller on the back end. It's just, I think they signed Ronald Darby, if I remember correctly. It just doesn't make sense. They just have such a good young core defense that's like, you know, close to making a 2018 bears type jump and then you just don't have the guys you know it's like like i said it's very reminiscent of the 2018 bears they get a quarterback like terry mclaurin they have a good running pack you know they have a decent offensive line you know one that's serviceable enough and then they have a a you know a defense that seems like they're ready to make the next jump and then you have a quarterback situation that's awful and that's why you're limited as a team same as the 2018 bears were so it's just i did i don't understand it. it doesn't make any sense to me the organization the team are not run well and i hope the team can win despite of that but it's definitely not going to help them in the long run 